Come on, say, Pastor, preach. Come on, clap your hands for the man of God, Pastor Ronald Doherty. Praise the Lord, praise the Lord, praise the Lord, praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We glorify God. Have your seats, please. God is a great God. We bless him and we thank him today. We thank him for his goodness unto us. He's allowed us another day. Amen. Another day. The scripture lets us know that this is the late day that the Lord has made. We want to rejoice and be glad in it. Amen. He has the ability and the power that no matter what your day may look like right now, sometimes we are moved by or affected by what's going on in the day. So we don't necessarily see it as the day that the Lord has made. It's the day that we woke up and the car wouldn't start. It's the day, <laughs> it's the day that we went to the closet to get whatever and it wasn't there. It's the day that the toast burned. It's the day that the kids got on our nerves. And a lot of times we are affected by that day. But the scripture said, this is the day that the Lord has made. And we're to rejoice and be glad in it. Because if there's anybody who's got the power to change the day, it's our God. It's our God. It may start off dark and gloomy, but give him a minute. He'll show you something. And it'll bless you and it'll enrich your life as we rejoice in the God of our days because this is the day that he's allowed us to see. Thank you for joining us in Facebook land. Uh, for those who are viewed in to, to be a part of our worship on today, so we're so grateful to have you here with us. Amen. We serve a great God and we bless him on today. All right, all right, all right. Let's get going. Let's get going. All those who have your Bibles, if you would turn with me to the book of John, chapter 15 and also in the book of Luke chapter 22 we're going to John 15 first and we're going to start at verse 4 and we'll be reading verses 4 and 5 it says abide in me and I in you as the branch cannot bear fruit of itself except it abide in the vine no more can ye except ye abide in me. I am the vine, ye are the branches. He that abideth in me and I in him, the same bringeth forth much fruit. For without me ye can do nothing. In the book of Luke chapter 22, we're looking at verses 31 and 32, and it says, and the Lord said, Simon, Simon, behold, Satan hath desired to have you, that he might sift you as wheat. But I have prayed for thee, that thy faith fail not. And when thou art converted, strengthen thy brethren. Amen. We just like to take us a thought for this morning. Stay connected. Stay connected, stay connected. Last week we celebrated Easter and the resurrection and for a lot of people there was a, 
Okay, I ain't throwing no shade for a lot of people. It's the first time being in church in a long time. I ain't trying to say nothing. I'm just saying something. <laughs> Amen. A lot of us, uh, as we got back into the house of worship, we were um, mindful again of the Lord and Savior and what he had wrought. And some of us had connections before, with him before then. And last week, for a lot of people, was a renewal of that connection came back into the house of God and, 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 and just realized all that the Lord has done and just kind of said to yourself, let me just get myself together. Let's, let's just do this like we're supposed to. So we connected again, a lot of us on last week. And in the midst of our connecting with God, uh, uh, we're going forward and, and, and really striving to serve God and be what he wants us to be. Amen. It lasts longer than a week. Well, it... <laughs> In some cases, because sometimes we, we're still trying to make up our minds and things of that nature, but God is a God for every day, and he will allow us to last if we want to last. And we've got to realize and know this one thing, that as us humans, as we're connected with God in submission, we are a powerful force in the earth. I know you think you got muscles and you can do a whole, whole lot and things of this nature, but, but if you can get yourself connected with God and not just, you know, we, everybody, I got a relationship with him, but in submission, you will find out that God is able to do with you some things that will blow your own mind because we are connected with him. So as connections were made last week and people have come back to fellowship with Christ and, and seeking to honor him as first, God has a plan and a purpose and wants to do some great things in your life. Anybody know God wanted to do something good with you? Something great with you? Amen. We, we didn't have dreams of this and we didn't have dreams of that and, 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 and we can visualize and see ourselves moving in these areas and accomplishing these things. Everybody wants to have a name that's, that's renowned in the sense that people, that it draws respect and people, uh, as they look at you and think about what you've done, they're, they're inspired to do great things. Everybody wanna live that kind of life that we're inspiring somebody and causing different things to happen uh, in, in the lives of people. So, so Jesus began to say, as we read in, in John, that if you abide in me, and you will let me abide in you, I'll make sure you are fruitful. You'll be able to accomplish the things that God has planned for your life. But the thing for that, that really kind of enables that to happen is that we stay connected to whom the power comes from, to whom the ability comes from. I know you got ability to do some things, but you, can't, you can only go so far. You need to be connected with a source that is able to manifest greater things in your life. Anybody ever got to the space and place where, you know, you, it gets discouraging sometimes when you attempt to do some things and, and, and it don't always work out the way you wanted it to work out. And, and you try this and you try that. Any, 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 any cooks in the house, you know, you didn't got the recipe from grandma and, and mama and stuff like that. And you want to try to do the same thing, what they made. And you put a smile on your face, presented it before the people and stuff like that. And they, you didn't get the same reaction that grandma got. You didn't get the same reaction that mama got. 
you know, looked at the recipe again and all that type of stuff for you to try it again and it still didn't work, right, work out right after a while. You got, you, you ain't cooking that. You, either you're going to have them do it because you gotten discouraged because it didn't come out. You had all the intention, you had all the ingredients, but they put something in it that somehow you didn't seem to have to, to put in or however it was, so you got discouraged. Moved on to something else. I, I won't make sweet potato pie next time. I go buy one. <laughs> but however it is, you know, we, we get discouraged because, you know, we, we have these plans and we have these thoughts of doing great things. And sometimes in our attempt to get it done or work it out, it don't work out the way we thought it would. Doesn't come out the way we, we wanted it to. And we get discouraged in it because we didn't get it the way it was done with those who, who, who handed down the recipe. Because sometimes when you go back and look at them, make it, you know, they doing something that wasn't on the recipe. <laughs> it's just what they knew to do. <laughs> you know, what, 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 that ain't on here. Well, you know, you, that got to go with that. No, I don't know that got to go with that. <laughs> so you start learning as you go, that type of stuff and, and, and all. But, but when you're on your own trying to get it done, you don't have all the inside stuff to do, you get real discouraged because it ain't working out the way that you planned it in your mind. It ain't happening. Everybody ain't. Can I, can I have some more of that? Yours is the only stuff that stayed on the plate. That's all right. That's all right. That's all right. But those type of things happen to us and we get discouraged. But, but when we're connected with the source that knows how to do the thing and help us get it done the, the way that we want, we start getting the outcome that we're looking for. We start getting the, the accolades of it being good and people wanting some more of it because you stay connected with the one to whom the power the ability to do it uh, kind of helps you to get it done. So it's the same way when Jesus is talking with the disciples and said, abide in me and I abide in you as a branch cannot bear fruit by itself. It's got to stay connected to the vine. It's got to stay hooked up with where the power to produce comes from. And not only will you produce, but you will bear much fruit. Because you're connected to where the life source comes from. So one of the things that kind of happens to us, that as we're going forward and as we're trying to live this life, there are attempts made to disconnect us from the source. To disconnect us from the power. And I have to be mindful or aware of that so that I don't get pulled in by the things that's trying to disconnect me from the force. And 1 Peter, the fifth chapter, the eighth verse says, Be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary, the devil, as a roaring lion, walketh about seeking whom he may devour. There's a source, there's somebody, there is an entity that's looking on at your connection and knowing the ability that can happen if you stay, or the power that can be transmitted if you stay connected to this vine who is out there trying to get you to be disconnected. So the potential that you have and the power that can flow through your life does not happen. So he's working, trying to get you to a space and place where you get disconnected. Because if you are disconnected from the vine, then you can't produce the fruit. So he's working to, to separate you and to pull you away from that source. And we got to be mindful or aware of this 
so that we don't get pulled in by his tricks and by the things that he is tempted to do to separate us. So Peter says, be sober, be vigilant, be with the right mind, stay on guard. Because there is someone, this entity, this enemy, this Satan is trying to separate you from the connection that you have with God. And he's mindful because one of the things that the enemy does for all of us, and you got to realize this, before you connected with God, you was connected somewhere else. And the one who knew you was connected to the enemy, the adversary, he became well aware of who you are because you spent time with him. He became well aware of what you like and what you don't like. He became well aware of what gets on your nerves and what makes you happy. He became well aware of the things that cause you to be a little shy or timid or pull back and the things that encourage you to go forward. He became well aware of these things. So as you have disconnected from him and connected with the real power source, he didn't forget. He ain't forgot none of that. And what he has attempted to do through the various things that he's doing is to try to reconnect you with him or, and disconnect you from God. So he begins to work on what he knows about you. And I've got to be mindful of this fact because I'm not dealing with somebody or, or I'm not, I'm not, I'm not in, 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 in combat with somebody who does not know me. I'm dealing with somebody who has walked day by day with me or I walked day by however it was. We was together. <laughs> however it was, I was with him, he was with me. We was together. And he started looking at me and suggesting stuff to me. And I said, ooh, and I started trying this and that. And he was observing me to see how I would react to it. And, and if it was something that I really liked, he checked that one off, okay. Mm -hmm. And if he tried something else and I was kind of engaged with it and stuff like that, and I kind of pulled back from it because it didn't necessarily go with me, he kind of X'd that one off, okay, that one ain't going to work. And all this time, he been walking with us, like us with him, however it was happening. He's been checking and crossing off. Just in case you decide to quit him and connect with the real power source. And when we got connected with God through, through this relationship of our submitting to him and begin to walk out what God wants for us to walk out and be who God wants us to be, the enemy wants to destroy that plan. So he starts doing stuff to disconnect us from the source so that our lives will stop being productive the way God intended it to be. And we just kind of floundering from here to there. So Peter says, be sober, be vigilant because your adversary, the devil, as a roaring lion goeth about seeking whom he may devour. And in, in Job, the, 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 the first chapter of the book of Job, we, we find out that we're, in, in verse 7 it says, And the Lord said to Satan, Where, whence cometh thou? And Satan answered, said to the Lord, uh, answered the Lord and said, From going to and fro, and from walking up and down in the earth. He wasn't just walking around taking a stroll. He's checking y'all out, see what's going on so he can see who he can get and who he can't get or, or who this will work with or who that will. He said, I'm on my job doing what I'm supposed to do. Yeah, yeah. 
And oftentimes in the midst of doing that, if I'm not, if, if I'm not careful about what's going on, I will be one that he done did what he done wanted to do with. Because I wasn't sober and I wasn't of the mindset before I know that I'm snatched away or I'm pulled away or pulled out of the plan of God into some other things. Because I wasn't sober and vigilant and I didn't stay connected. He did something that got me. He did something that pulled me. And the reason that it, it happened because he caught me, as we would say, off guard or we didn't keep our guard up against the enemy. So I have to be mindful that I stay on top, that I stay sober and vigilant because he did listen, God said, where you been? And he said, I've been on my job, going up and down, to and fro throughout the whole earth. I don't stop. I stay on it. And just like he stays on it, I've got to stay on it to make sure that I stay connected with God because that's the only way I'm going to be uh, uh, what God really created me to be or accomplish what God really set out for me to accomplish. So, but like I said, the enemy knows it, so he's trying the various things to pull me away from the things of God, to pull me away from the things of God. So I have to be careful and I have to be mindful of it so I don't get trapped or sucked in to what the enemy is trying to do to get me. I got to be careful. I got to be on the job so that I stay, stay, stay connected. Stay connected. I got to be, 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 be on top of that. In Matthew, the 13th chapter, the seventh verse says, and he's talking about the sower, sowing seed. He says, some fell among thorns and the thorns sprang up and choked them. And I was reading it, I was thinking about when I was, it ran across my mind, I said, and I changed, I said, some fell not among thorns, but some fell among things. Some fell among things. And the things sprung up, and the things choked them. In the 22nd verse of that same chapter, it says, He also that receives seed among the thorns is he that heareth the word, and the cares of this life and the deceitfulness of riches choke the word, and he becometh unfruitful. So although the enemy may not come, you know, uh, uh, in a flood with a, a lot of the bad stuff that we know we're not supposed to be engaged in or doing, he comes and he, he tries to get us caught up among things. And for a lot of us, life is things. And the pursuit of things is the way we are seeking to fulfill our lives. So we try, we want this and we want that and we want all of this. And that's really the space and place where the enemy wants us to be, that we are planted among things. And that the things will get our attention. Paul wrote a letter in, the, uh, in, in Timothy, and he was uh, telling about uh, where he was and that he was basically by himself. And he talked about one whose name was Demas. He said, Demas, who was with me, has left me. And the reason that he left me is he got caught up in the things of this world. Yeah. It got him. It caught him. And he got caught up in things, and things pulled at him and separated him from Paul. Yeah. 
that source, that thing, the way where we will fulfill our potential and fulfillment in life, or the thing that God, we become fruitful. What it said in, in Matthew, that the 22nd verse, is that after the choke said, and we, and, and that fruit or that seed becomes unfruitful. It stops bearing, it stops producing, it stops becoming, it stops uh, magnifying, it stops showing off what God has or what God wants or what God has already done in the life. It kills it out, it chokes it out. So what the enemy seeks to do among us is that I got to be sober and vigilant that that although I'm here in this earth that I don't let the things of this earth catch me and grab me and get my full attention because when I start pursuing them, they start choking me. When I start going after it, it start cutting me or severing me from the true vine. So I've got to be sure and I've got to be careful that as I'm pursuing this life or trying to live this life to, the best, to, the, to its best or, or enjoy the benefits of this life, that I don't allow the things of this life to choke out of me what God has started in me to bring forth much fruit. I got to be vigilant, I got to be diligent, I've got to be on top of it so that I'm careful and watchful so that the enemy don't get me and grab me. God said, where you been, Satan? He said, you know what I've been doing? Been going to and fro throughout the earth, up and down, seeking really what he's saying, and it says, whom he may devour. Who can I catch off guard? Who can I get caught up in stuff so that they are caught, you know, pulled away from the things that you want from them to experience the things that this life would seem to present for them? I can't, let, I can't allow uh, 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 what the, the, the things that are around me. So, so Jesus was talking about the seeds being planted and, 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 and there were those, those seeds who fell among thorns. It started producing, but so did the thorns. Before we know it, the thorns start choking out the seed. So I have to be careful that as I'm walking this walk, as I'm doing what God wants me to do, that I walk in space and I'm I'm, I'm careful, I'm mindful, I'm watchful, I'm aware of what's going on around me so that I'm not pulled in by what can kill me. Kill my productivity. Kill the things that God is trying to do in my life. Kill what he's trying to make happen in my life. I can't get caught up in things because things will pull me away from him. Not that things are bad. But when things become my focus, then I start getting in trouble. And Timothy said, for the love of money, and say money, it was the root of all evil. Because in, 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 I think it's in, in, in Solomon or Proverbs 1 or 2, Solomon, Song of Solomon, that money answers all things. So it's not necessarily that the money is bad, but my love for money, because when I love money, what you love, you will pursue it any way you can get to it. What you love, you will find a way. What, what, what Bobby Caldwell said, what you won't do, you'll do for love. You try everything, <laughs> but you won't give up. <laughs> Listen, so it's not the thing, it's your love for the thing that'll cause you to stop doing or start doing some stuff that ain't even you. 
But you do it because of your love. So I have to be careful about the things that I don't fall in love with the things. Because I found out this about God. When God is, when there's a thing that you love and, 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 and it can rival God, God will test you in the area of the thing. He'll test you in the area of the thing. See where you are as it concerns the thing. <laughs> Listen, some of us been struggling with some stuff because God is challenging us in the area of a thing that has gotten us. Said Abraham, what you doing over there? Say, hey, I'm just living life. You got me. I'm beautiful. Listen, you know that boy I blessed you with, that promised one. I want him back. I know that ain't God. Okay. <laughs> Satan, I bind you in the name of Jesus. <laughs> that can't be God. That's God's promise to me. He go, oh, please. Woo, Jesus. <laughs> Abraham responds to God and begins to do what God has asked him to do. God said, I'm going to show you the place. I need you to come on. Let's go. Abraham, now I know it has, but you know, this wasn't one of them, like, the Bible ain't one of them, like, Harlequin romance where they tell you all the inner feelings and, oh, and the turmoil and, oh, the struggle of the mind. No, he just write it like, he just write it. So, so Abraham got up and said, okay, we, now I, I, I know it was some Harlequin romance stuff happening in there, in Abraham somewhere. But he was not so much in love with the thing that he wouldn't respond to God. And he began on his journey and he got to the space and place where God showed him the mountain. And Abraham uh, had Isaac with him and, and, and the wood for the sacrifice. He left his servants there and Isaac is walking with him going up to the mountain. And Isaac said, hold pop, hold it pop, hold it pop. <laughs> we got the wood and the fire. But we ain't bring no sacrifice. I know you're older. <laughs> I know you're older. <laughs> but that's what I'm here to help you with. Want me to go get something? No, no, come on. <laughs> the Lord will provide himself a sacrifice. Because I know where God is calling me and what he's talking. You don't know, because, listen, if Isaac knew where he was going, <laughs> Abraham still be looking for Isaac. Where you at, boy? <laughs> Where you But Isaac ain't got a clue about what's going on. Abraham, come on, the Lord gonna provide himself a sacrifice. And Abraham gets to the place where the where God has assigned him and he sets up the altar and he puts Isaac on the altar. And he pulls his blade with his hand drawn. And he ready to go because God said it. Then God speaks out of heaven and says, stay your hand. Do the boy no harm. 
because God has already provided himself a sacrifice. There's a ram over in the bush that Abraham ain't even seen, but God is, he, he know what he's doing. But then he says to Abraham, now I know that you fear me because you wouldn't even hold back your own son. So now in blessing, I'm going to bless you. And in multiplying, I'm going to multiply you. Because you didn't get caught up in a thing. But you pursued me. And for a lot of us, God will get us to the space and place and to see how willing we are to, 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 to not have to, how willing we are to give this thing up. Some of us, we, we get... Okay, Lord, I'm ready. You can say, now you know. You can say it any time now. <laughs> you can say, I ain't really let it go, but you could. Sometimes it don't happen until we get in the fire that he shows up. But he shows up to, to, to hold us and to help us and to manifest the greater in us because we're not letting things Cause us to be disconnected with him. I can give up a thing for him. Because I know that when I put him first, what did he say about things? All these things will be added unto you. If you can let go of things for me, I'm going to make sure you get things. But you got to be willing to let it go for my Sake. So the enemy seeks to do, this, do those things to get us engaged in things so that we are pulled away or separated from God and no longer producing because we're no longer really connected. No longer really connected. In that same book of uh, Matthew, the 13th chapter, uh, later on it says about, uh, Jesus gives another parable about uh, a, a, a sower who goes and sows seed and he sows good seed in the field. It says, and while he slept, an enemy came and sowed tear in the field. And the owner of the field didn't know any different, you know, and they didn't really kind of know what was what until it started growing up. And he realized that not only was it the, 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 the wheat that he planted, but also there was tear. And, then, and the servants are saying, Lord, Master, what happened? What happened? What happened? And the Master knew an enemy has done this. And as uh, the kind of, my Bible trying to kind of give some context around the situation, it, it, I began to see something different and it was, as it was saying something different. The seed that, that we originally talked about by the thorns was like the word of God being planted. But the seed where the tear was also planted was like the people of God being planted in the space and place and the enemy sowing tear around there so that the tear will cause the, the, the people of the wheat to be illy affected. And I got to be careful that as I'm growing and God is seeking to stay connected that I don't let people cause me not to bear the fruit that I should bear. You know, there's some of us, we, we got some people that we're connected to. We got, we got, we got some people that we connected to. Mm. We got some, <laughs> and if we trace things properly, 
we will see that ever since we've been connected with the people, it ain't really been that good for us. Things have been in a space and place instead of me getting or I'm doing the things where I should be getting, somehow I'm losing. And what should be a blessing and a benefit in my life because I'm around, you know, you, you trying to save up to get something and every time you save up some money, they got some space for you to go to lose your money. You trying to get somewhere and get this and every time you get a good, hey, come on, let's go over so-and-so. You think my... No, no, come on, it's going to be all right before you know it, everything you done saved up. You're not being productive, and if you really trace it, it's the people. So I got to be careful and aware that I don't let the people separate me from God's plan and purpose for my life. I got to be on guard so that I stay connected with God. Because it's him who has a plan and the benefit for my life that wants to bring about the thing that he wants for me so that I can be for him everything that he desired and designed me to be. I've said it over and over again in a number of different messages that there is not a person who comes to this planet that God allowed life that he did not have a plan for your life. And his plan for you is to be fruitful, produce in such a way that there are those who will look at your life and how God is using you and say about that, I want some of that too. And they open themselves up to God and receive God through the life that your, through the light that your life was showing. So all of our lives has a purpose, and as we connect with God, God is about bringing those things to pass in our lives. But I have to be on my guard because there is an enemy. And he's trying to connect with me in such a way that he gets me caught up in things or in people. And as I get caught up in all of those, the things will choke it out of me or the people will threaten or, or seek to sever me from what God has in plan and purpose for my life. So I've got to be sober. I've got to be vigilant because the adversary, the devil, as a roaring lion is going about seeking whom he may devour. And I don't want to be ate up. You? I want to fulfill God's plan for my life. I want to be everything God created me to be. So I've got to stay on guard so that I stay connected. Not let myself be pulled. Not let myself be drawn away. Uh, Jesus told Satan, I mean, so, told Simon and, and, and Luke said, Simon, Simon. Listen, Satan had desired to have you so that he might sift you as wheat. He wants you so he can do whatever he wants you. He can break you down so finally that you ain't got nothing to do, nothing with. He wants to have you that way, but don't you worry about it because I have prayed for you. And my prayer is that your faith fail not. Why do I need my faith not to fail? What he's saying is that I pray for you that you stay connected. Stay hooked up. Stay with the space and place. Stay in the plan. And I pray for you that your faith fail not. But I, but I, I know. 
Listen, I know what's going on and I know the struggle that it's going to be and I know the effect that it's going to have in your life. But I also know this. If you stay connected, you coming through. You coming through. You're going to make it through this. It's going to be all right. You're going you're gonna to excel through this. I'm going to bring you all the way through. And when you get converted, strengthen your brother. Yeah, he's trying to get you. Yeah, he's trying to pull you. And some of it's going to have some effect. But don't let the effect that it has stop you from pursuing connection. Because as you keep pulling back and keep pushing back in the way of God, God's going to make sure, and Jesus said, and when you, not if you get, and when you get, not if you get, and when you get converted. In other words, connected again. In other words, right back in space and place again. Start strengthening your brethren because they're going to need it too because the same devil that wants to sift you, he's trying to sift them too. So you need to stay connected so you can bear fruit. So your life can excel, not just for yourself, but you not only blessing, you're not just blessing you, but you blessing what comes from you. You're blessing your children and you're blessing your children's children. And sometimes your neighbor is looking at you and they, because that's what they see happening in you, they want what you got and they get blessed. And, and all of these things happening and God sets up a domino effect that blesses a, a, a community around you because you stay connected. Don't let the struggle what's going on. Don't let the things what's going on. Don't let the people around you cause you to lose connection. Find that space and place where you can get back where you need to get to. And as you pursue that, you will find that God has greater and, and, and he didn't change his mind about you. He still wants to bless you and use you because you stay connected. Easter was a great day. We got connected. Now the, now the task is to stay connected so that that God has spoken over your life. Every plan and purpose that God has for you will be what's manifested in your life because you stay connected. It says, I am the vine, ye are the branches. They that abide in me and I in him, the same bringeth forth much fruit. For without me, ye can do nothing. So I got to stay connected. Because he wants to bear some fruit. He wants to bring forth some greater things. And he'll do it through me and my life will be beneficial, not just to me, but to others also. Cause I stay hooked up with him and I don't let the stuff get me. I don't let the stuff get me. So we're praying today and we're thanking God and we're, 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 we're for the connection, but we're also striving to stay connected. So when you see the stuff that's trying to get you, and it ain't like we don't see it. <laughs> it ain't like we don't see it. It ain't like we don't see it. It ain't like we don't see it. But as we do, then let's move in the direction that will cause us to be blessed and benefited because we stay connected. Stay connected.
Stay connected. Stay connected. Let's pray, God. We just bless you. We thank you. We honor you. We give you glory and praise. You're a great God doing great things for us with great plans to manifest great works through us. We thank you, Lord Jesus, that as you have set our lives in motion and as you're planning your purposes for us to excel and to be what you would have us be, that you're there to help us work it through. The enemy does come to steal, kill, destroy. Goes about seeking whom he may devour and he is tried and tempted and attempted to work his plan and purpose on our lives. But in light of what we've shared on today, we pray, oh God, that you would help us to be aware so we don't let things or people or any situation separate us from our connection to you. We pray for those who are here today and for those who are in Facebook land that in light of what we've, you've given us to share, that we would take inventory, that we would look over our lives so that we see anything that has the potential to sever us, then we turn from that. And we walk away from that. And that we move in your direction so your will and your purpose might be made manifest in our lives to the end that what you created us for will be what we live out. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen, amen, amen. For those of you in Facebook land, thank you for joining us on today. We pray that uh, something that's been shared to benefit you, to strengthen you, that you would go forward today staying connected to God. And if you have not ever made the connection, then know that God wants to connect with you. And it's through Jesus Christ. He sent him to live the life to be for us, the perfect sacrifice to get rid of the sin issue in our lives so that we could walk with peace with God. So if you're not saved, you haven't allowed Jesus to be your savior and you want to receive him today, then I ask you just to pray with me. And I know we're saying words, but you've got to mean it in your hearts because that's the place where the change takes place in your hearts. Say, Lord Jesus, I come to you today realizing I need you. You've got a plan for my life and that's what I want to experience. So if sin steps in the, stands in the way, then I renounce my sin. I ask you to wash me and cleanse me and make me whole. Today, Lord, come into my heart. I make you my Lord and Savior. And through your spirit, live in me so that I can live for you all the days of my life. In Jesus' name, amen, amen, amen. If you've done that, then as they would say, welcome to the family of God. And as I say, it got you in school, but now you got to go to class. Go and learn of God. Go to a church. Go to a space and place where the word of God is being taught so you can learn about what God requires and desires of you so you can fulfill that purpose for his glory. Amen. God bless you in Facebook land. Catch you on the next time. Have a great day.